Hey, hey, welcome back to Your Cooked, a podcast where I cook because I need to stop spending money. I'm Sam Higgins, and I'm feeling very beautiful. Thanks for asking. Today's guest is Tom Sweeney, one of my best friends and literally someone who knows nothing about cooking. Which is good, because on my show, the guests watch me cook a meal like I'm some sort of barefoot contessa while we talk food and money and love. And then we eat and talk what we're absolutely obsessed with, so get prepared. Today, we're making your tech giant of a brother's favorite meal replacement shake, Soylent. So let's get into it. All right, hello, welcome back. That is Rye. It's Sam Higgins here on Your Cooked, and we are making Soylent today. Now, I introduced my guest already but here he is in the flesh my dear friend tom sweeney hello tom sweeney howdy welcome to the pod you're here i'm here on episode three how amazing is that so beautiful so tom did provide our soylent today because um it seems like you can't get enough I can't get enough. Do you know that moment when you, when you become like a loyal consumer of something? So normally I'm like anti-brand or like anti-capitalist, but then there's everyone's around like a company where you're like, oh, I'm loyal to you. Die, Dr. Pepper. You have my money yeah. until I probably die. So it has your money till you die. That Maybe. feels like a hold up. <laughs> until the cancer their GMOs give me kills me. GMOs are going to give you cancer. Let's I not know, spread that fake news. We might be pro-GMO in this household. We, we might be. We're are, thinking we, about it. I am. The regulation is a problem. Okay, GMO with, with regards to animals, I'm already kind of vegetarian. We know about this. It, it's kind of fucked up to make chickens that can't walk. It's kind of fucked up. Monocropping, causing problems. Yeah, also, corn. the Fuck environmental corn. impact. Fuck the corn lobby. Screw the Fuck corn lobby. Fuck the corn lobby. This, okay, we're getting fired up. Let's just take a deep breath. <sighs> I'm talking. Okay. This is Tom. And today we are making Soylent. Is it a meal? Yes. Kinda. It's a smoothie. It's a shake. <laughs> it's good. It isn't solid, but some of us still do chew it here. Not me. It is Tom. Now, so I do chew it. So do we need to explain what Soylent yeah. is? So do you want to explain what Soylent is? Yeah, I think you, I want to explain it. You know about it. it. I'm going to give the whole thing. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, but home. essentially, there was this book that became a classic sci-fi film. We're going film all the way back. In the 70s. We're doing <laughs> We're the getting full the history. Okay, story. okay. Hey, editors, go. listen. But listen here. Let me make this sound appetizing. There was a sci-fi film in the 70s called Soylent Green. Okay. My dad loves it. Classic. Interesting. Um, which means probably don't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> probably not worth it's like your a time. classic. But he does love it. And the idea is that in some distant future, um, there's overpopulation and there are food shortages and the environmental impacts are causing there to not be enough food and nutrition to feed the human population and people are dying. And so they're like, how do we solve these dual problems of overpopulation? Wait, hold on. Are you on CNN right now? Reading? I'm literally, hey, Jake Tapper. And then they want to solve the overpopulation. Yeah. And at the same time, they want to solve the food shortage. They're like, what do we do? So number one, they send the old people when they get a certain age to a different colony. And number two, Good. they make this new, yeah, literally. I'm like, have you seen the election results? Anyway. I have really strong thoughts about old people. We're not going to talk. talk about it. If you're an not. old person, you're listening. We love you. Well, we cherish welcome. you. We like your cooking. We I, do. <laughs> maybe. Probably. Anyway. And then they um, develop this they new... They smell nice sometimes. They are cute. Yeah. Often. I think they're cute. They have names like Wanda. <laughs> That's cute. Irene. Sylvia. Anyway, so then they make this new food in a lab called Soylent. 
um, Soylent Green, and then at the end of the film, there's this famous line where someone shouts, oh, Soylent Green is people! It turns out they've been using the old people to uh, make They were food. eating the old people. It was cannibalism. Honestly, though, eat the rich. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Literally. But anyway, in the book version, it's not old people. It's actually Soylent and, sorry, it's soy and lentils. Beautiful. Yeah. This company that is like a Silicon Valley, like, beauty, like, all of the venture capitalists are like, take our money, take our money, take our money, has a, like, lab-produced powder that is supposed to be, like, nutritionally perfect. It's got, like, your macros, your micronutrients. It's got your, yeah. your full profile. And um, I enjoy it. It's good. It's good. So Tom and I, this summer, this past summer, uh, notoriously did a week of Soylent only where it's all just... we drank for a whole day, for a week, like seven days long, was this shake that we made every night. There was, um, what was it called? Vanilla. It's not vanilla. Neutral. It was, it was neutral profile. And then cacao, which is the chocolate one, which is the one we have tonight. We Thank have God. cacao. We do have. It's chocolate flavored. Why um, not? But yeah, it was a journey which we'll talk about. But let's first get started to making this soil. Let's let's just get started. So it's a really simple process. Soylent comes in a pouch. It's a resealable pouch, much like I don't know dog treats or a snack. <laughs> now inside is a powder that um, looks like a. It's a powder. I don't know. I don't need to explain powder. It looks like cocoa powder. It looks like cocoa powder, and it smells yeah. like brownie mix. It does. It smells like brownie mix. So, um, follow the instructions on the back. That's what we're doing. We're going to take two of these big old... There, by the way, there are two steps. Yeah. It's you put it with water and you mix it up. <laughs> and then you can eat. It's astounding, actually. It's pretty cool technology. <laughs> um, this whole meal replacement thing. I remember doing this um, and people thinking that it was like a cleanse, like a people, juice cleanse, yeah, a detoxifying. Us, they're like, oh, why are you doing this cleanse? Like, what are you... And it's like, my poops are normal. Tell me where you're struggling, but my poops are normal. <laughs> uh, my was, poops ended up being normal, but they were just small. They okay. were, they're smaller. We, You know, the description, though it was an innocent adjective, was a describing adjective. <laughs> it really it still was a describing it word. It gave a visual yeah. to something that... We could even give that visual a noise, like a boop, 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 and it would work. I hate this. We just lost 10 followers. Because I have very many of them. So we're going to take, um, that's literally like like 0% of my people, my followers, so 0.04. So we're going to take a big whole third scoop of this, two of them, big heaping scoops, and put them in a blender. That's right, a blender. So I don't know about you people who like have protein shakes or have like smoothie shakes or whatever, but the term heaped scoop stresses me out. I don't it's know. It's a fake measurement. I don't know how much a heaped scoop is. What do you do? That looks like a heaped scoop. It looks like the picture. It makes me feel good. So I'm putting it in the blender and then we're gonna put it in there with a cup and a half of just tap water. Just tap water. I don't have, we don't. You think we have a Brita in this household? <laughs> no, it's not a mansion, okay? <laughs> anyway, we're, we're going to blend it up and um, we're gonna a little bit drink it. Blend. Yeah. So this is a meal replacement powder. That means it replaces your meal. Yeah. Now, so... I know you feel very strongly about this this genre of I, food. I do feel strongly so, like, about it. Why do you it. feel so strongly about it? So first of all, I think it's kind of cool. 
Um, so on the one hand, the reason it was designed was that there's so many times in your day when you just like don't have time to cook. And I know this is a cooking show, but some people are like, listen, I'm not good at cooking or like, I, mm, I love that water. The water's it's on. It's crisp. It's, it's like your throwback it's to the last time the water was on on the show and it was like you were going down the lazy river. Anyway, it's, continue. It's like one of the top five songs on Spotify for like for half, you? half of Americans. Oh, I love, real quick, the Spotify rap playlist came out. I know we're not talking obsessions yet. I'll bring this up later. But um, some people's top songs were white noise. <laughs> some, and some were that was, soothing, beautiful. <laughs> and I'm like, that, white like noise. that's art. That's the art we don't appreciate. <laughs> like That's the art that we love the most, you know? Isn't the art that we appreciate the least the ones that we somehow love? Like, what is, isn't attention love? Who knows? God bless America. Anyway. It was designed to be quick and healthy. It's supposed to be like whatever, like your perfect nutrient profile. But what it recently has become is kind of a symbol for an alternative food movement. So I took this class this summer, Sam, you know this, I took this class on food justice. You did do that. It was fun, it was cool. We talked about food racism, food sovereignty, food security. We talked about them all, all the terms. And like there's this food movement right now that's like, hey, I bet the solution is like, let's garden more. Let's do more home cooking, more yeah. fresh whole foods. Let's, and it's like, let's teach people who can't afford to cook, like how to garden for themselves. Or like these kind not of things. Not a bad idea. It's, it's, not not a bad a, idea. it's not a bad idea. It would be a great world. But I'm like, what if we just gave them all so soylent? <laughs> what if we, what if we just- Subsidize instead literally, of corn. Screw corn. Screw corn. But I know we're already kind of living in this dystopian novel we, of the reality. We are. Um, this would just kind of further, I think, punctuate <laughs> that this isn't real. Like, this, this isn't. This is fictional. This is fictional. We're living in a sci-fi film right now. <laughs> we really are. <laughs> we are. Did you see that Russia, Saudi Arabia, and the United and States and were Kuwait, all like, and Kuwait. were like, oil, like, I don't know about carbon emissions. I never heard of her. Uh, <laughs> Who's that? It's like, mm. Literally. I just love whenever Syria and Kuwait are like, the kings of like Syria and Kuwait are like, let's not do this thing that the world needs. And then America's like, same. <laughs> I feel like this is a new thing though. Anyway, enough about politics on this show. Are you kidding me? Sam, food cannot be divided from politics. Our food systems, our food structures, all of food sovereignty is ingrained with politics. We can't talk about food without talking about our political structures. Honestly, in me saying that was like me saying I'm physically conservative, <laughs> but socially liberal, and I apologize. That's not possible. That's not possible. You're right. You're right. I'm going to blend this. It's all Can in the blender. Blend it? Yeah. I'm going to blend it. Um, I'm going to blend it. I'm excited. And it's blended. Wow. Um, we're going to drink it now. And as we keep talking about food and how it excites us, especially meal replacements. Like, okay, let me just give my little experience please, with Soylent. Please, please do. So during the week... I was drinking 2,000 calories of Soylent for these first three days yeah, and having no caffeine. And I was a little brat. <laughs> I was pretty upset because You're I You're addicted to caffeine. On Beyond. Listeners of the show know that you literally work at a coffee shop. I work at a shop. coffee shop. If you didn't know that, I work at a coffee shop. Thanks for outing me as a barista. <laughs> Giving my location away. You're a good away. You're a good barista. I am you a good are barista. People, you've, you are an award-winning barista. I didn't get we'll third place. I didn't get third place. We'll just say that. But it does mean that you are addicted to caffeine. 
And so when we, I remember it was like March, I think it was like March. I was like, Sam, I have this crazy idea. What if we literally had this one food for Soylent, yeah. just Soylent, just for a whole week. And the founder did it for like a whole month or like a whole year or something. So I was like, let's do it. And then I was so down. It didn't go great. The first three days weren't as great as I thought we, they were. We had developed these like personas where like you would be this diva, like a Soylent diva. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to be a sort of diva. You, I developed these personas. <laughs> Tom was like, listen, every time you drink Soylent, I want you to feel like the most beautiful girl at the party. I want you in <laughs> lipstick, I want you in furs, and I want you in sequin, okay? <laughs> God damn it, I want a big hair and I want a big lip. And instead, every day you were like, I can't believe you're making me do this. How are you making me I didn't get angry. I'm not an angry person or a violent person. You're not violent. I, you're never violent. I did want to not look you in the eyes for a little bit. <laughs> Until about day four. Which is when I started drinking the Soylent Cafe, which is the coffee Soylent that um, not only was I getting more calories, which is I, which is what I need. I'm a you big guy. Your basal rate is, because we were drinking the same amount every day. Which is and not like, how that goes. Sister, I'm 5'8". And I'm six foot I'm 5'8 in the morning. I'm six foot four every day. Yeah. <laughs> every day, all day. And I was really struggling. I was so hungry. So I was getting more calories and I was getting caffeine. Um, because I, at my coffee shop that I was working at, I was not drinking any coffee. Because we I did, said, we did say. I did taste a smooth, I did drink uh, iced coffee once. Oh, I remember the moment I had you a sip. me. I, I the called moment, you. You called me, you were like, Tom, you're going to be so disappointed in me. I was feeling I'm, very sad. I'm so sorry. I just had a sip of a smoothie. I did. And I gave it away though. You did. But you did. I did have a sip. You did have a sip. Now this is blended and we're going to. Should we try it? Actually, let's like wait until we talk about it, what we're obsessed with. Oh, I kind of like that. Can we just chill it? So like this is a... We're going to put in the a, fridge. This is a, a step that's not spoken about very often, but you do find this information online. It is way better if you chill it. Leave it chilled. Put it in your fridge. If you're trying to have it like soon, put it in your freezer. And it's like very thick. It's very dense. So it doesn't, it doesn't freeze. It doesn't freeze as fast as water. It certainly doesn't freeze nearly half the speed of water. So just leave it in there and it's super sweet. My favorite part about the week of Soylent is that as soon as we were done, we followed it with a week of vegan cooking. A very healthy vegan cooking. A cookie. very healthy vegan I made seitan. Like extravagant vegan cooking. It really was extravagant. I went to three different grocery stores to find chickpea flour. I learned so much. <laughs> you, yeah, <laughs> you learned how to cut an onion. I, life transformed. Tom, so why don't you know how to cook? Why are you 20 years old and you're why? like, I don't. Why am I 20 years old and I don't know how to cook? So you know how everything with the gays is daddy issues? Is it? You know how every single kind issue of. with every... Every homosexual can be traced back to some instant with their father. Yeah, you have to be mad at your father you to be gay. You have to be mad at your father to be gay. It's a, it's a fucking Duh, rule. Of course. Yeah. So it's my father. To all you gays out there with healthy relationships with your fathers, yeah. I simply don't believe you. That's disgusting. I've met a couple gays who are no, like, I love my parents. You can love your dad. You can love your dad. You can love, love your mom. Him. Yeah. To quote Lucas Hedges, who is not gay, um, in the film Boy Raced, I don't hate my father. I don't hate my father. I don't hate my father. He might have. He should have though. <laughs> Probably should have hated his father. His dad, his father is pretty, pretty bad. He's, we can talk about Is movies. Russell Crowe a good guy? Yeah. He, anyway. I mean, he does play bad guys. He played uh, Javert. I know and film. I oh, know you know. And I know musicals. He knows. We were going to talk about that in a bit. No, I, I think it's because my parents literally didn't cooking they cooked like chicken basically their idea of an extravagant dinner was they're like we bought some frozen chicken <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna put it in the oven Did they ever get a rotisserie chicken no oh my god it's like, so buy cheap it, you mean like buy it pre-made or like cook pre-cooked, a rotisserie chicken? Pre-cooked. 
We went to Boston Market, like, once a year. But they sell them at Kroger. They're so cheap. Like, if you eat chicken, they're so cheap and they're delicious. I don't know what to tell you. It isn't the cheapest. Tell your mom. They wanted to eat the cheapest. So we had, like, you know, that's what we had. I guess, I guess. I see what you're saying. Believe me, I understand. I'm cooking so I don't have to spend money. So literally my entire young adult life is being, it's like finding the culture that I never was exposed to as a child. And they didn't do spices, Sam. Oh, my God. Literally, my dad would say the spiciest thing he wants to eat is ketchup. I'm blind. I lost my sight. <laughs> I literally can't see. That's he would, depressing. He would say that so adamantly. See, my parents are, like, pretty good at cooking. That's the difference. Like, my dad can make a mean chicken fajita. Like, honestly, I'm jealous of his recipe. And if you ever heard me say that, he wouldn't let me live it down. <laughs> you heard that, Dad. Don't listen to this podcast. Hey, Dad. If you're listening to my... Work? Don't. <laughs> no I'm kidding. If you're listening, hey, what's up? What's up? I want to represent everyone who did not feel cultured as a child, who felt like maybe they just, had a less cool... Just say why. <laughs> <laughs> but you do have a chance to learn things. You have a chance it's to grow as a young adult. It's never too late to change and your it's life. it's never too late to build credit. Something I'm realizing. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Did I tell you I'm getting debt? I'm building, I'm getting a loan this year. Congrats. Sorry, I know we Join the club. What? Whoopie-doo. Whoopie-fucking-do. Congrats. (laughs) Yay? (laughs) Why are we cheering? Boo. Go home. no. This podcast does talk about money sometimes. You can't escape capitalism. You can't escape it. (sighs) I don't... I don't want to be part of it. Literally, the other day, I was going to work, and I was really thinking that I have to work every day for the rest of my life. <laughs> you do. For and money. Like, or you die. Or you die. Or you literally die. Or people think you're, like, lazy, which might be the case. I'm realizing that maybe I am lazy. Uh, <laughs> what, what was it who... So, I, we listened to this podcast called, like, Seek Treatment. Seek Treatment, yeah, good it was, podcast. It was that great podcast where one of the hosts said, I just have a smaller plate. Yeah, Pat was saying it's a small plate and that he... I think it's a beautiful metaphor. I feel that. I he get that. He fills his plate. It's full of delicious food, but it's just smaller. Yeah. And it's okay. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, like, ask for what you want, I guess, you know? So... I, I, I feel that. Speaking of poverty, one reason I've been getting into Soylent more is I have this um, one acquaintance who works for Indiana University in Bloomington. Um, Keep outing was my, my boss. <laughs> I've never told these people where I live. I've never told them what I do. I go to school, Indiana University in Bloomington, Indiana. Uh, yeah, I live in Indianapolis. I've said that on the podcast. <laughs> I've really, really just realized that. There's this um, staff member who was my boss one time, and I found I already liked him a lot, but I found out that um, he gave this presentation once about why he thinks the government should subsidize meal replacements, nutritionally complete meal replacements like Soylent or Huel, if you're familiar with Huel, um, for all Americans. Because he his job is to help education. That's he works in the, the like the office of undergraduate education. Mm-hmm. And what they find is that you know if you don't have good nutrition as a child, your brain will never fully develop as much True. as other people. And it's all about economics. It's all about poor people, food sovereignty, food security, food racism. It falls along racial, socioeconomic lines. I'm passionate about it. I'll just say that. I feel like we would have to wait to do that until there's a Democrat in office. Absolutely. You we think would. we're gonna let a Republican? I just think that a Republican, let me not say Republican, that a right-wing um, fascist Nazi. Who? 
I'm just saying, um, might might about? use a meal replacement. To, We're in I don't Indiana. Know, you need to might use a meal replacement to feed the people in the concentration camps that they want to open up on the border. It okay, is so dystopian. <laughs> it seems so like I'm like espousing food like food sovereignty, right? And I'm like, do you want to eat this powder for the rest of your life? <laughs> do you? I recently looks... read a Reddit comment the other day. Yeah, read a Reddit comment. Wow. Oh, well, we love um, it. And this guy has been eating a 95% soylent diet for <gasps> two years. <gasps> two years! How does he, he feel? I don't know. He's a computer science major. It's efficient. I'll say that. It's it efficient. is efficient. Two years, though. That's pretty amazing, but like, bleh. No, we started as a joke, and I thought, like, this is kind of on whatever, but then they keep releasing, like, new products. Like, a vanilla version, okay. a cafe, and, like, I'm literally hooked. Yeah, not only I'm am I not... cooked, I'm hooked. Beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, I'm going to replay that and make my ringtone on my phone. <laughs> Every time you text me. Well, I want to drink it. Yeah, I think I'm it's hungry. Enough. So that was us making Soylent. I hope you liked it. And um, pretty soon we're going to be talking about our obsessions. So I hope you're ready. God bless. Before we talk obsessions, let me do a quick price per serving rundown. Soylent is $8.70 a bag, which is a full 2,000 calories. Hello, recommended daily value. That makes each 400 calorie serving $1.74. It's also nutritionally complete and vegan, which is frankly music to my hungry and lazy but compassionate ears. Now, this isn't sponsored by Soylent, but if you're listening, uh, slide in my DMs. And also keep in mind that these prices are when you buy a week's value at one time. If you buy a single day value, it's going to be a little bit more expensive. And we all know buying in bulk is cheaper. We all go to Costco. Now let's get back to the obsessions. Oh my God, it's obsession time. We're now sitting at a table. My kitchen table, dining room table, living room table. It's just in a room. And I'm here with Tom still, and we are about to drink our Soylent. Um, yeah, we are. We're going to describe it to you all. We've all had it. Both of us have had it. We've both had it before. So like, it's, it's good. I'm still excited. Here we go. Yeah, it tastes like um, salty brownie batter mixed with, I don't know, a little soy milk. Which isn't rude. That's not, not a bad, bad thing. It's, it's not, not bad. bad. It's, it's actually could do it. pretty good. It's actually pleasurable. It's to tasty. So, which is amazing because it, it has so And there's protein. like 400 calories in this. And one cup? Yeah, right? There's five I, servings. No, I think, I'm trying to remember how much this is. We need to know. We did two third whatever. There's whatever. enough. There's like you can look it up. They make it so it's easy to very look full. up. You they cannot make it, chug it. They make it so easy to measure. That's the thing is like when people. It was okay. I just did the research. It was not so easy. You had to do a little bit of work. Oh, you have to Google it. You have to kind of like Hello? go on the FAQ. Yeah. But like the thing is, people so easy as I think it, and I get the answer. <laughs> <laughs> but you can like count. Where's very the cloud? Easily. Yeah. It's like when people asked us, like, oh, yo, you want to cleanse? Like, is this a cleanse? We're like, no, we're, like, eating exactly. Yeah. We're not trying to lose weight. We're yeah. just, like. I was full some days. Yeah, it's so filling. That's the yeah. secret. That's the tea. It's so I'm obsessed filling. with being full. <laughs> Here we are. Here we are. Speaking of filling ourselves with things that are fulfilling. Okay. My obsessions. I'm ready Tell to talk about my obsessions. Tell me your obsession. Tell me one okay, of them. Okay, so we are in Oscar season. We are an Oscar season. We're an Oscar season. season. Yes, it's Oscar territory. The first film awards have been out. The Critics' Choice Awards nominations are out. The American Film Institute awards are out. And I'm just, I'm here for it. It's, so every single year, 
I have every single year since like oh my god like 2014. So which for is five years, <laughs> half of my goddamn life, a adult fourth. life. Okay, I have been watching every single Oscar nominee that comes out every year. Okay, all of like the ten, like whatever. Like yeah, Oscar, I watch them every year. Okay, it's like a tradition. Cool, that's fine. And it's I'm so obsessed with it. I love it. It's art. It's culture. Yeah. It's it's got message. It's human connection, human experience. And um, have it, you ever been like? Have you ever watched a film and been like, "That's one's gonna win," and it does. Um, no, because normally they pick the wrong one. That's so true. We're talking at you, uh, Shape, Shape of, of Water. Shape of, got it, yeah. Over late, Lady Bird. Jesus Christ. I'm obsessed with the movie Lady Bird. I watched it yesterday. Ugh. 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 If, listeners, if you haven't watched Lady Bird yet, go to the doctor. Like, it's so good. Literally, just. It's the best film I've ever seen. It's the best film I've ever seen. I literally watched it was very like very emotional called my father to thank him for everything despite his mistakes yes. hung up and cried on the walk home yes what oh my god we just talked about how all gays have daddy issues and let me yeah. tell you if you have an interesting or complicated relationship with your parents oh get ready for a fucking reckoning yeah it's it, a good time i mean it's definitely this it's an cathartic. audience it's directed at for sure um and you know what I'm fucking part of that audience. We're so. here. Yeah, sometimes it's, like, made for me. And I'm like, I can't speak for you, Literally. but that changed my life. What films this year are you like, that's made for me? Have you found anyone yet? Leave No Trace. Oh, hey. Leave No Trace. We've both you know seen I it. have thoughts about it. We have it. thoughts about it. We don't agree about it. So this film is, like, Rotten Tomatoes, like, number two film of the year or something. I after, don't understand it. After Paddington 2, I saw it. Transformative. Um, it's about a veteran. My dad's a veteran. Um, this isn't about you. This is about the movie. Yeah, but the whole thing is I'm like, kidding, it's made for, me. It's made for tell me, me. Tell it's me. It's made for me. Your dad's veteran. And I just thought it really taught me a lot about my father, about values, about. What did you think, Sam Higgins? I thought that dad was angry and selfish. Correct. And that, and like, I was just like, I can't, I can't, like, want, I don't want him to win at all. I haven't, I don't want him to win. I want him to be better, but he's not going to be. So I don't want him to win. Yeah. And, like, she, um, the daughter was just simply being held back in many different ways because of her father's action and inaction. Mm-hmm. The film that's supposed to win Best Picture, like, predicted, what is experts, it? Roma. I haven't seen it. I had a ticket to tonight but couldn't go to because... Spoiler alert, it's 10 p.m. <laughs> right now. I'd say almost 11. It's almost 11. And we're in Indianapolis. Tom lives in Bloomington, which we've already talked about. Mm-hmm. And he's here because you have a doctor's appointment tomorrow. I have doctor's appointments. Plural. Yeah. I have multiple, yeah. Did you get blood drawn? I'm like, sack, 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 sack. No, Bless. thank God. No blood drawn. My eyes, though. My eyes need a prescription. Good. Do you ever, like, realize, oh, I can't see anymore? Um, every time I wake up. <laughs> <laughs> every time I wake up, my glasses are off. I'm like, oh, yeah, if I were in public without my glasses, <laughs> I could be killed and no one, I would not be able to speak. There's just sometimes when I, like, have my glasses on, I'm like, oh, I literally can't read that, so. Um, some of it, my prescription a- hasn't changed for the past two years now, so not to brag, but I'm still horribly nearsighted, just not getting worse. I'm not saying that the GMOs in Soylent have made me blind, 
but something has. You sound like someone who blames soy milk for giving you man boobs. Okay. <laughs> that is my pet peeve. That is like my biggest pet peeve. I'm just like, I've you know nothing friends. about phytoestrogens. Oh my God. I've had dear friends who are terrified of soy. You know what? I'm obsessed with science literacy. Personally. Oh my God. We talked about my father earlier. Homeboy does not think climate change is caused by humans. And I, oh, and my. I'm baffled. My mind is blown each and every day that I th- realize that um, he thinks scientists want to make money. <laughs> I had this one teacher in high school who was like, I think the climate change activists just want to make money. And I was like, and the oil corporations don't? They're good people. Okay, corporations are people now. Don't you know that? Don't you They're know good that? People. They're people. Oh, thank you, Supreme Court. I don't want to talk about Supreme Court. We don't. We talk about politics because it's tied to food, but we don't need to talk about the Supreme Court. Literally, you know what I'm obsessed with? Mm. We talked about this earlier. My Spotify wrapped 2018. Uh, Tell me about yours. Tell me about it. It just made me realize a couple things. One, One. earlier this year, I was going through the (laughs) ringer, baby. (laughs) Then the summer came and suddenly everything was all right. Yeah. Um, it's not like quite chronological. It like no. mixes them up. It mixes them up. But you know like which songs You hear a song. Out. Like I'll hear a song. Yeah. Like, so it makes you a playlist of the top 100 songs. If you don't have a Spotify, right, right, right. Uh, I don't know who you are. But if you don't, if you have Apple Music, think If you're again. a student, no excuse. Literally. Get Hulu. $4.99. $4.99 a month. And you get Hulu and Showtime. Or if you work at Starbucks, what no excuse. Hell? You get Spotify well, yeah, for free. If you, if you were a barista at Starbucks and you know if you're listening and you are very small Spotify audience, free. <laughs> no excuse. Come on. Um, it makes a list of your like, top 100 most listened to songs of the year. Mm-hmm. And I'll hear one and I'll be like, ugh. I remember when I was taking the bus to watch a movie when the song came and it started to rain. Oh, I remember when I walked up the street. <laughs> and, exactly. And, yeah, the overwhelming chorus. You've told stories I about like, did. the overwhelming chorus that yes. like, plays. Oh, so I I had this really special moment with Mitski's Your Best American Girl from her album Puberty oh, 2. God, where I'm walking good down album. The sh- good album. I'm not... I don't know if I like it more than Be the Cowboy. I really don't I, know. I think... Oh, I think I, I do. I think I do. I don't think I do. I think I like mm, I like the album more, but I like Be the Cowboy singles With much more. You nobody, God, that nobody's so good. Two slow dancers. There uh, are some. Two slow some dancers. Last ones out. Out singles. You were saying. Um, you were listening to the album, and an ambulance shi- shines its lights behind me. It reflects oh. off the stop sign. My my shadow is cast in front of me with red and blue lights shining. Oh. Just as the chorus hits, oh. and I break down in tears. Oh. Was I already having a very emotional day? Absolutely. Has every day of my entire life been a very emotional day? Maybe. You're very emotional. I was thinking about this. I think I've become more emotional. Good. And I think part of that is the music I've been listening to. Yeah. And you introduced me to Mitski. Mitski's And I think that's part of it. So you told me. She's very sad, but very honest. I just think your journey is so exciting. I remember you and I were both on this radio show, this student radio show. We were the giggle throwback. Yeah, throwback. And I remember you were like. Is there a giggle episode tomorrow? No, there's no giggle okay. episode tomorrow. There's called Me Studying for Finals. Well, the giggle is a show. It's a show. It'll be on next semester. It'll be on the... It's really? Like, it's like an institution. Who's at hosting this on point, next semester? So um, our friends... Noah. Noah, Chris, Chris, and Lawrence. Lawrence is doing it. Yeah, and then I'm going to host it with Chris and someone else I, we predict uh, in the fall. The giggle's on WX.org, or it'll be on 99.1 if you're in Bloomington, Indiana. 
Um, also, if you're anywhere and you have access to student access radio, or, oh, listen like, to your student radio. Literally, it's yeah. such good music. Like, or like host something. If you like like making mm-hmm. audio content and you're like, that'd be kind of like, kind of fucking cool. I guess we love it. Literally, go do it. Um, and so you were playing the song, and it was "Bag of Bones" by Minsky. Oh. And I was like, I texted you, I was like, Sam, what is this goddamn song? This is so good. And you're like, listen, it's Mitski. She's kind of like indie. She's like not a lot of, not a lot of listens on Spotify, but yeah. like here's the situation. Let's do it. That's because I knew you like Passenger, so I was being careful. I do like Passenger. <laughs> no I offense. Like... People like Passenger and people like Coldplay. It's a circle. I don't like Coldplay. I reject this thing. I reject it's it. the same vibe. And then I listened to it, and then literally a week later was when Lord announced that Lord would be touring with Mitski yeah, all opened. over America. Yeah. Oh, She's a star. A star is born. God. A star was born. I mean, multiple, multiple publications have called her album number one or number two of the year. <laughs> of Billboard, the year. Billboard card number 11, which was okay. Okay. That's still hot. It's top 12. Are you good. kidding me? That's top 11. Great. <laughs> number 11. I mean, that's top 11. Number 11 is in the top 11. You're right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but like when you're number seven, no one says, oh, we're top seven. You say, oh, we're n- top 10. If I were top seven, I would say I'm top seven. <laughs> that's so interesting. <laughs> Just say you're number seven. No, I'm like top seven. If People like, could think it's If two. you're like number 71, you don't go, oh, we're top 71. Why not? <laughs> You say 75 or 100. I write my own rules. Uh, you do write your own rules. So she, yeah, her I'm album, obsessed with writing my own rules. Uh, you are obsessed. Is that just called breaking the rules? Maybe. Maybe. Well, maybe not. Because breaking rules is like, I acknowledge the rules there and I'm going to do the opposite on purpose. Oh, that's spiteful. Like. That's, writing my own yeah. rules is like, I don't even, what are rules? What are rules? They're man-made. Yeah. They're man-made. You're a human. They're human-made. I just think this is the thing. I feel like we need to start writing our own rules now because give another 20 years in this country, there'll be no more There's not going to be a country. It's going to be anarchy. Uh, I, hope, I think 50 years. 50? Either way, in our lifetime. Maybe. It, 2020 is going to be a big year. Literally, 2020, hindsight's 2020, am I right? <laughs> yes, Because the future's also 2020. Right uh, so one thing I'm obsessed with recently is, I've been thinking a lot about, like, sunk costs. And sunk I, costs. Sunk, sunk costs. Okay. Economy, okay. Economy, okay. But also about, like, when it's too late. <laughs> I've been thinking about things that are too late. So take climate change. I've been thinking a lot about this one interview that Mitt Romney did in the 2016 okay. election. Or 2012, sorry, 20... No, it was Jeb. 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 Jeb Bush gave this interview in 2016 about climate change, and he was, like, the moderate Republican. And they were like, what do you think about climate change? He's like, yeah, I agree. It's it's man-made. But if you read those those science reports, they say it's it's too late. <laughs> it's too late to fix it. <laughs> we're, we're past the edge. That <laughs> so sounds, we shouldn't regulate it. That literally sounds like my um, explanation to myself when I don't turn in a homework assignment. <laughs> when I didn't turn, it's, it's I'd be late. like, mm, it's already two weeks late. Um, I just won't do it. <laughs> then I just won't realize I didn't do it. That's untrue, <laughs> by the way. So I've just been just noticing the times in my life where I'm like... Ah, oh, shit. Texting well, back any person. <laughs> Someone messages you on Tinder, you see it a week later, you're like, well, yep. what could have been? What could have been? Can't fix it now. <laughs> Is that every single person's uh, response to any relationship they're in? <laughs> they're like, well, uh, too far gone now. I don't think it's too late. I, th- mm, I think it's too late to go back to how it once was. 
I don't think right. it's too late to prevent the world from right. collapsing on itself. We can mitigate. There's a reason why it's called like mitigate the effects, not reverse mitigate. the effects. Mitigate. Good word. Right? SAT. Okay. There we go. 23, 90. I get Amen. it. I get it. But I am obsessed with the thought, though, of basically um, allowing myself to be complacent. Did you hear Donald Trump speaking of that? Donald Trump of said what? that he won't be around for the, the debt to blow up in our faces. So he's <laughs> like, I don't care. Low key, though, we don't need to default on our debt. I feel like debt is fake. I saw this funny tweet. Debt is kind of fake, but I saw this funny like, tweet. Like, I know I want good credit, but I still feel like debt is fake. Like, mm, I'm just like, the money doesn't exist, and it still doesn't when I pay them back. It's still in the <laughs> it's air. It's still in number. electrons. Literally. So. But so I saw this funny tweet that was like quoting this article where Donald Trump said, like, oh, we'll just print the money, right? <laughs> and then the tweet quoted it was like, this was literally my idea in third grade. Honestly, though, it sounds like a good idea. So I had an internship this summer. It makes sense. If I want muffins, I make more muffins. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> no, it's true. You can do it. It's like yeah. totally possible. And third graders get it. Simple. Makes sense. But I had this internship this summer um, at the Federal Reserve. Federal Reserve. Can you say that? Federal, can I say like where it Are you like allowed? Like I had a friend who worked at a different organization and could not the say FBI. what it was. He did not work at the FBI. NSA. I can't say where he worked. <laughs> can't say. Okay. I, my friend Wait, worked at the FBI guy. and literally they told her, she told all their friends. <gasps> and then we were like, woo, super exciting. And then once she got the job, they were like, you have to say the Justice Department. You can't say the FBI. My friend where he worked was like, um, I wasn't supposed to tell you that. So... You don't know that. And this is literally like, he catches me mid-whisper. He's like, you're not supposed to tell anyone where I work. And I'm like, oh, okay, my bad. As I'm backing away from you're such someone's an interesting, ear. You're such an interesting character because, like, I'll tell you anything. Not because I think you'll keep it a secret, but because I trust you to tell I it. I never to tell information it right. to her. You know, like, I, I don't trust that you'll keep it between us. I trust I that you'll share it appropriately. Like, not even appropriately, but, like, you'll share it and use it well. This is the thing. You'll use it well. I'm obsessed with people talking about me. So I talk about <laughs> everyone else, too. I'm like, fingers crossed that that good juju will be in the earth, that the people will talk about me behind my back as well. I'm like, if I give you my secret and you tell to someone, at least you'll say it and someone will laugh my about it. My like, coworkers funny. everything. Everything. About your life? About be your friend's my life. My friend, mostly my friend's life. Yeah, mostly your friend's life. I'm like, fellas, listen up to what's listen been happening. Listen to this shit, y'all. And they're like, tell me. And I do. <laughs> and they love it. Uh, but, but also, I think they're easily... Many, many people that I know that you that love hearing your stories are the kind of people who are easily entertained, myself included. I'm so easily entertained. So no need to roast me on my own podcast where people are listening to me talk <laughs> and tell my own stories. Listen, let me do some damage control. If you're listening to this and you're offended by what Tom Sweeney said, go follow him on Twitter and DM him saying, you asshole, don't you call me simple-minded. I'm complex. We're all complex, we're all different complex. individuals. But I'm easily entertained, and I know it, and I admit it. So if you're listening and you think to yourself, yeah, me too, be brave. Be I'm, I'm open. I'm open. I'm easily entertained, easily appeased. But it's just, I mean, I like to laugh. It just means I like to laugh. True. People do love to laugh. A I like to laugh. Live. It is a good way to live. I think you live longer, longer, younger. You live science shows. I saw Not this to be thing. pop science. Science shows. Studies show. But kind of. True. I read the study recently that on top of things that I am obsessed with, there are so things that I really should be obsessed with. That you like, want. That you should be. That I'm not. Like okay. mm, taking care of my body. And mm, I, a classic. And I read this one study that said that the 70-year-old people who have been exercising and eating a good you know a mm. well-balanced diet not gonna say good well-balanced well-balanced um have shown to like that their bones their joints and their muscles have the health of like a 40 year old person 
but they're seven. That's a number. That's an interesting number. That's pretty crazy. It's 30 pretty years crazy. young. There we go. 13 going on 30, 70 going on 40. 13 going on 30. Thank you, next. Thank you, next. Oh, I am obsessed with Ariana Grande. That is, I am obsessed and with And Lady it. Gaga. Really pop at this at this moment. Oh, I'm really into God. it. Oh, my God. Yeah, I loved everyone posting their 2018 wrapped in it. <laughs> Mitski, Lady Gaga, Ariana Grande. Yeah, it's, God, so predictable. Everyone follows their own scripts. Everyone is a character in a narrative that they don't control. Honestly, though, it was very, it was a bold move for some of these people to out themselves as listeners of Chris Brown and XXXTentacion. Oh, I could not believe it. Wait, Spotify recommended I listen to XXXTentacion. Don't. I don't want to. Listeners, you're out there listening to XXXTentacion. Don't do it. Don't do it. He's like, I mean, he's dead. And like. R.I.P. Rest in peace. I'm literally... But also, like, not a good person. I'm literally hearing our, like, listeners on Spotify switch to the search and search XXX. Don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, I guess we're, like... Mm, don't do it. I don't know what else to say. Listen to Stephen Stevens inside. Feel something. God bless. Is he talking about a man? Is he talking about God? Is he talking about himself? All of know. the above. The Holy or Trinity. God is a woman. Probably. I feel like Probably God's same. kind of genderless. Or fictional. Or fictional. Or fictional. <laughs> I guess. I feel like the energy of, like, human connection, though, hear me out, the energy of human connection is very feminine. And that's all I'm going to say. There we go. So I was raised very religious. I'm talking yeah, about, same. like, yeah, we. you were raised Lutheran, I think. Absolutely. I was yes. raised Missouri Catholic. Synod. Yes. Um, we hate each other. Martin Luther. Literally. Right my theses. Hello, my life. <laughs> the theses. I've been meaning to post some, like, theses on a few doors of people really? I know. Where I'm like, 500 reasons why you suck. I love that, actually. It's a burn book. <laughs> just, just a burn book. Literally rewrite Mean Girls. So it's Martin Luther and the 95 Theses, but it's Mean Girls. <laughs> Is this Ariana Grande's remake of <laughs> Thank Baby you, Next. next. <laughs> Ariana Grande tells the story oh. of the 95 Theses. Oh my there God. Thank you, Next. There's already, a, there's already a vacation <laughs> Bible school version of Thank You, Next. Literally, literally. <laughs> They're like, oh. They're listening to this right now. Pastors, if you're listening to this, waking, you can take anything you want, okay? I know you want this dirty, dirty, hot entertainment. Uh, I hate and love, um, like, religious groups taking popular things and then, like, making them, like, making versions of it. Mm-hmm. So, in Boy Scouts, there was this really popular video that was shown at Boy Scout camp. I was a Boy Scout, duh, of course. How was I not? Of TikTok. Many people were not Boy Scouts. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Continuing. <laughs> of a uh, TikTok, a TikTok music video, oh. but Boy Scouts. Okay. And um, did my brother buy it on iTunes? I need to out myself real quick. When I was a sophomore in high school, I was in my church band and absolutely wrote a remix to Justin Bieber's baby called Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. I've seen it. Oh, you have seen it. I've seen it. And you did not show it to me. Someone no, else showed it to me. Molly Minor did. Molly Minor. If you're uh, listening to the podcast, Molly Minor, you, I was going to say words that are not nice. Don't say the not nice words. I love you. Let her show my art. We all have growth. And honestly, it wasn't bad. It was good. <laughs> it was pretty good. It was good. It was actually really, because you can actually sing. You can perform. You're, Thank you. I don't know if the audience knows, but Sam, you are really good at guitar and really good at singing and writing. And you wrote, sung, and performed. I am obsessed with, I, I'm obsessed with the idea of being a pop star. I want to be a pop star and I want to be a model. Those are and things that I want to do. quick way to fame. Be, be a Christian pop, be a Christian pop rock star. I have, 
too many nudes out there for me to be that. <laughs> like, let's just be honest. Oh, what I'm obsessed with is in 2050, the 20, um, not, whatever's the election after 2050, 2052. Okay. When if you don't have nudes, you're only approved. Maybe. Where they're like, oh, he doesn't have nudes, not going to vote for it. Part him. of me thinks, though, it's like how many straight men actually send nudes, especially nudes that can be incriminating. Like, I feel like we all know not to take a picture with our face in it now. Right? True. True. Like, don't but, take- but also, there's kind of that backlash against, um, like, against catfish. So, like... True. I don't know. I think it's... Like, people just message on Snapchat now. True. True. The, so, Snapchat started as a sexting-only app. And then Is it that became, really how it started? Yeah. And then that's, like, why it became popular. And then it became, like, a primary means of communication. It was the most popular... I would say social media. The most popular social media app for a certain age group. And I feel like it's back to just being a sexting app. Yeah, I don't even it's, use it at all. I stopped using it. It's just a sexting app again. Honestly, when someone on like Tinder or Grindr is like, add my Snapchat instead of just giving me their phone number. I'm like, give me your kick. I'm turned off. <laughs> turned off of that too. I'm just turned <laughs> off. I don't, I want to talk. I don't want to talk to your Snapchat. You know why? Because I don't want to see how ugly your fucking Bitmoji is. And that's uh, why. My Bitmoji. Well, it was shirtless for a very long time. For too long. I'm I like, forgot it was shirtless. Your nipples are hard. It literally you know? was like November 29th. I was like, my Bitmoji's shirtless. Well, you were feeling This is bold. the Midwest. Did you like update it at 2 a.m. one morning? You were like, oh, like I'm feeling frisky. Let me make feeling my Bitmoji frisky. shirtless. Yeah. And then updated my grinder picture to also be shirtless. Did you it's really? It's like everything becomes, oh, a, everything yeah. becomes a shirtless shirtless torso at the same time i can't really i <laughs> have to show my face it's the money maker it is the money maker also your other talents are my, i guess they're money makers. i'll say that um, yeah, i, I want to be a pop star i wrote my own songs i actually perform at these open mics every like once a month in fact i think did you perform today no it's next monday it's next monday okay that's cool i was meaning to ask you are you gonna go to it next monday yeah am i gonna in indianapolis yeah I don't know if I'm going to be in Indianapolis next Monday. I thought you were here next Monday. Or Tuesday. If I'm here next Monday, I'm definitely going. Come here next Monday. I'm going and like... I thought you were being here on Sunday. Maybe. We don't need to talk about this. We're on a podcast. We're recording right now. (laughs) I like to plan. Uh, We don't care about our personal lives. Speaking of religion, by the way. about religion? um, So as I think I've said to you before, I kind of have a new religion. I left religion. I definitely left Um, Catholicism. But I've been like getting more and more religious. Please tell me about your new religion. I do worship the stars. That's a bold take. We worship they, the stars. I believe in the stars. I do you I worship in them? them. I well, it's just like that's they, have, they have control over me. So it's like you don't should have to, I appease them? I should no. appease them, right? Never appease the leaders. Teach me. Uh-uh. Teach me. You're my shaman. You're my star don't. shaman. I'm not here for that. <laughs> I'm not a teacher. <laughs> Goodness. I mean, you did like vacation Bible school. I feel like you were, you led people in small group, right? I was an orientation leader. Were, yes, I yeah. was. Yeah. Okay. No, leader. I meant like religious small group. Oh, no. I was a religious small group leader. I was never religious because I didn't want to be. Oh, good choice. <laughs> I didn't want to do it. Well, because <laughs> nice. like, well, my school like was so, so small that I went to when I was still like Christian that yeah. I like, there was no need because the small group was the whole Was class. the school, it was just the great, the entire let's class. get together and just, yeah. I mean, we were, we were 21 people. Like, That's funny. That was my whole grade. And then when I went to like church in like high school and I was a part of the church band, I mean like, I was in the band. So I didn't really yeah. need to prove myself otherwise because I was in the band. Yeah. I was in New York City for free, baby. 
there's this pot in the queer community um it's just very popular to talk about your star signs to be like oh i'm a taurus i'm a gemini i'm a virgo just like people do love the people stars love astrology and on the radio show that you used to host the gay girl as we talked yeah. about you used to ev- ask every guest you used it's to be like what's your star sign yes and i was a guest once on that show and I was like, oh, I reject this. I don't like this. This is an obsession it's that I'm a, a part of. Board opinion. It's a board opinion. There came a day when. Came, do you want to tell the story? Oh, so we were sitting in this apartment right here. It was a break of sorts. I don't really know why we were here. I think it was a winter break, a Thanksgiving break. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting here on the couch, and I'm like, Tom, let me do, like read your star chart because I really much, uh, really much, very much believe believe or find that there are happy coincidences with the stars in my actual real life and <laughs> i was like tom give me like do you know where you're born and more importantly do you know what time more importantly do you know what goddamn time you were you know born what? if you're listening know what time you were born just ask your mom ask and your if mom. your mom doesn't know call the hospital call the hospital do everything you can sam you and i were born in the same hospital we were born in the same hospital very cute so we read it and as I'm reading the first part, the the sun sign, the sun, which is your main, that's your primary. Yeah, it's like your personality. Yeah. Yes. Um, Tom is an Aries. I'm a Sagittarius. We're fire sign sisters, and we celebrate that. We do. It is Sag season. I feel strong. Oh, strength. And, I'm just. I see it in you. Oh, thank you. I'm moisturizing now. And <laughs> I read him a star chart, and the sun sign. He's like, this is mostly correct, but there's a little parts that's a little off. Just a few parts that are a little off. And I'm like, let me keep reading. Let's keep So going. I read the moon sign, which is like your emotions, how you like, communicate kind of with other people, what you want from your relationships. And it fixed all those issues. And I was like, that's kind of spooky. Tom begins crying. I was like, it's... No, I, Laugh crying. It was like, mm. it was like once you got to the end of the moon when I started like cackling. Yeah. And it's like famously, if you know me from middle school. <laughs> hey, <laughs> listeners out there who know Tom in middle school, give us a thumbs up on Anchor. <laughs> give me a five stars on Apple Podcasts if you're listening. <laughs> Slide in my DMs, actually. Continue. They would know that in middle school, I had this weird. I had this weird habit for like laughing so hard I would cry. I had it was like a it was like I was a weird kid. It was a weird kid in middle school. I remember being on the phone with you a few times where you were laughing so hard. You're like, I have to go. I have to go because I'm literally crying. And so you're reading me my star chart, and it's not just like describing my life correctly. It's reading me for filth. It really at a was. vulnerable time in my life with really very was. particular vulnerabilities that were really on my mind. And I start just laughing because it's so accurate. It's like every single sentence is like, here's the specific thing that you were thinking about today that is literally exactly how you feel. That wouldn't work for anyone else, just me. And I start laughing so hard, it becomes a stream of yeah. tears. And then we move into the Venus. <laughs> And then it's yeah. just like, yeah. And I've, and then, so ever since then, we, you and I have both been following the popular Twitter account. Astropoets. Astropoets. Um, we do like that Twitter account. Yeah. Kind of obsessed with it, and to be honest. We have this cute tradition every it Sunday is. night. We send each other we our send horoscopes. Each other, each other's we horoscopes. do a weekly horoscope. And so often, far more often than not, are they exactly what we needed in that moment and describing exactly where we are and it's like not only does every week like mine only work for me and yours only work for you but we're talking about listeners we're talking about specifics yeah we're talking about like i would have a specific relationship turmoil like a specific like this person in my life made me feel this way in a certain action and it would be like 
mm, someone in your life has done this to you recently. <laughs> and mine are just like, you don't believe in yourself and you should. And I'm sitting under the covers yeah. like, I don't believe in myself. And then um, I guess I should. One thing I can tell, I can tell that the same person writes the horoscopes every week. Yeah. And the reason I can tell that is because, like, yours has followed a narrative of True. a person that's been One of the journey. writers is a Sagittarius. Is a Sagittarius. Which is exciting for me. It's exciting for you. And that person has been on a similar journey to you this year. They've literally they been, been writing about... or A very similar journey. There's one of two things. Either one, the I writer... I the stars <laughs> are yeah, saying yeah, that I will be on a very specific journey this year. <laughs> a happy creative journey, finding myself, going to new places, meeting new people, God and bless. loving who I am even oh, more. Amen. So either one, they're parallel doppelgangers to us who've been living the same life as us yeah. with specifics this whole very year, specific. very specifics or two, they actually uh, can interpret the stars and the stars know us or three Infowars conspiracy. The NSA is listening. They have all our birthdays. They're running this account. They want us to do things certain ways. They have communication with the people running the simulation. Literally don't get me into simulation. <laughs> simulation. I've had a couple <laughs> nights where I was like, you know what? Maybe someone is controlling all of this. Is this just Sims? What if I light myself on fire? Will I go to that? <laughs> and then I come back to Earth and I'm like, Whoa. I already don't believe in free will. Free will. Simulation so. guy's like, fuck you. <laughs> I'm trying to say He's the like, trying to talk shit about me. Fuck you. He's like, bug, bug. <laughs> glitch, glitch. Literally, I have a crooked arm. Jesus Christ. <laughs> My poor Sim character. Yeah, you don't believe in free will. You're very much a determinist. I don't believe in free will. I don't agree. Just on philosophical grounds. I, I'm so I'm a philosophy major and I've written essays about it and my professors have been like, you're immature and dumb. <laughs> or my f- professors have been like, that's a way to think. It's like how... What, not believing in free will? Yeah, it's like it's like a very... A, a lot of young undergraduate philosophy majors believe it. Well, yeah, because they feel cool. They're like, everything you do is already kind of pre-made. Like, you, you're going to make every decision the way that you were always going to make the decision. <laughs> it, doesn't even, it doesn't even matter, dude. And like, then, like, the faculty are like... So, do you feel like you make choices? And I'm like, well, yeah, I feel like... And they're like, so what's the difference? Yeah. I'm like, okay. And they're like, C+. Plus. <laughs> and, yeah, <laughs> no, exactly. It's, it's the same as how I also don't think we need to pay our debt and we can print the coin, the $17 trillion coin, and that is a third grade opinion. I Like I said, we should eat the rich. I live, for, I live and die by it. that. Let's, I live and die by that. What's so wrong with cannibal? I Bullism. I don't actually want to eat the rich. I just think we should tax them to oblivion. I am Catholic, and Catholics are cannibals. They do believe the body becomes they, the body of Christ. They, isn't it so fucking crazy? They literally. So it's not. It's literally not a symbol or a metaphor. They're not kidding. They're not. They're not playing around. Yeah. They're like, this is his body. This is his little flesh, and I'm eating it. That's I just the don't belief. get why you'd want that. Like I'm just like, are there vegan Catholics at this point? Because <laughs> that exists. You, can, you can't even be a vegetarian one, Catholic. One thing that I've been wanting to know and mm. is like, what part of the flesh is it? Like, what? I'm thinking the thigh, baby. Upper <laughs> oh, thigh. Yeah. I bet Jesus said good thigh. Like virgin skin, never been touched. You know? Yeah. Was he a virgin? My favorite thought is that Jesus was a mis- magician. Went to Egypt while he was a teenager, learned magic, came back and said, hey, I'm going to Harry Houdini's bitches into thinking that I'm literally the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, oh, I love son that of God. So deeply. I love that so deeply. I think that'd be funny. Ugh, it's um, like just becoming a celebrity. He's, we know he was hot. No, we don't. We know he was ugly. 
There are literal I, physical accounts that like, say that he had a limp and that he okay. had scoliosis. Okay. That, so like, I mean, so that's physically, that's physically, our, but he was so charismatic. Like think about his charisma and like that's oh. hot. Yes, I know. I like, thought you were going physical, and I'm not. And I'm not trying to say that a man with boils cannot be hot, but homeboy got boils. We also know that like I have a power kink, and so like that. Do we know this? <laughs> now we do. What? Oh, the, a now power kink do. that you're that you're into power. Yeah, no, it's and not. The, it's not like a dom sub. And like, that he he will role do play what thing. he needs to get more power. Very but no, I do. No, I'm, I'm attracted to people who are powerful. Who are powerful. Okay. Yeah. I'm attracted to like, especially political or like. You know power. that Jesus, in his time, was far from powerful. In fact, he was so not. He power- had political power. He had this big yeah, following pe- that threatened. It, it made yes. the actual officials feel so threatened. Very true. The Pharisees. Let me just say this: I didn't expect us to talk this much about Jesus. <laughs> he was a guy, you know, a guy being a dude. Are we exposing ourselves as? Indiana podcasters. Yes. Yes, Even ex-Catholic Indiana people are still like, my life is severely affected by my youth as a Christian. Yeah, I'm like kind of so past it, I think, at this point. Yeah. And like, honestly, we don't even need to like discuss it anymore. Except I will say one more thing. I am obsessed with the fact that I was Christian Athlete of the Year in eighth grade. That's all I'm going to say on that. I love, I love Christian youth athletics. I was was good at it. I played basketball. I am obsessed. I am obsessed with, real quick, we've talked about it before, the show Survivor. I'm just going to, the past few episodes have been so good. Just a little update on season 37 of Survivor, David versus Goliath. I don't know where they are. I think they're in Fiji. But goodness gracious, if you aren't watching, you need to start watching. It is so good. It's on CBS All Access. You can watch every episode for free right now. You don't even need the All Access. You don't even need the All Access. You can watch it for free. You really should watch it. Although if you do get CBS All Access, Uh, you can watch The Good Fight, which is the new show about The Good Wife. You can watch the new Star Trek shows. You can watch. There's so much to watch. We're talking about Survivor. So (laughs) I. Uh, Sorry, I'm obsessed with sci-fi. Okay. I'm allowed to be a nerd. Hello. We, I drink Soylent. You're wearing okay? thin frame glasses. I we already d- know you are. I drink literal Soylent. True for you. You're a math major with thin frame glasses who drinks Soylent. I think we get I, it. We know my character. Um, I Speaking of TV, though, obsessed with Mrs. Maisel. Oh, Mrs. Maisel. my God. <gasps> Season two, I just finished it. Tom just started it mm. today, right? Are you I, in episode two? So I finished two episodes, yeah. It's so good. It's literally so good. Fastest, so, best comedy on TV at the moment. The same week that we were doing Soylent, it was like the reason we kind of did it was like all our friends were out of town and it was like let's we were just, bored. We were just like let's kind of lonely. This silly thing. We spent a lot of time together. We did. It was a it good, was good good week. Uh, two uh, weeks, yeah. I missed it. But one thing we did together was we were like let's start this new show, and like yeah. it felt like comedy on TV was dead. Kind Thirty of. Rock canceled. Parks and Rec canceled. And then every other show has a clap laugh track literally like, i don't want that big bang theory kill Pass. me and then modern family the kids hit puberty yeah one of them's prego the like kids prego are- my ego no thank you <laughs> kids aren't funny they aren't they're one I, they're one dimensional just as they were as children but they're adults now so it's unbelievable and their comic timing gone i love when child actors don't pan out if you're a star of my family sense, and you're listening to this podcast right now, I still think it's funny. I still love the actors and I yeah. want them all to achieve success. But yes. I'm glad the show is reaching its end. Yes, same. Um, and so we were like, comedy TV is kind of dead. Except- and then there was this little show on Amazon Prime by the creator of Gilmore Girls, um, Amy Sherman Palladino. Amy, Amy Sherman Palladino. God bless her. Called Literally. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, starring great people. Rachel um, Shanahan from House of Cards, Shalhoub. from Monk, 
Alex Bornstein from Family Guy and Matt TV. Uh, God bless. And, and it's others. so funny. It's, it's so funny. So it's about this woman who is married to this man who sucks. I have sucks. a whole plot line already to go. It's about a woman who discovers that she has a knack for stand-up comedy yes. right after finding out her husband wants a divorce and just following her desire for that success and her career with that. And it's safe to say we're obsessed Literally. with this show. And she's also like an upper-class Jewish kind of socialite woman who really has no hard skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of a well-known fact. In, she, like, the 60s, mind you. I mean, yeah, it's set like in a, 1959. Yeah. She went to college to find a husband. That's yeah. what she says. So, like, it's really good. It's really great. It's so good. You should watch it. Recommended. It's, it won a bunch of awards. It won five, it won five of its but six But, like, Emmys. what was cool is we watched it before it won, like, its Emmys. We were, like... And that was cool. Yeah. It's so cool to be a fan of something and then see it rewarded. Yeah. Like to like the Mitski to, to like you expose me to Mitski and then uh. Mitski became famous and then to see her all of a sudden get these awards it just feels so rewarding to be on someone's team, be like, I fight for you. Your success yeah. is my success. Wow. What's kinda that- crazy is that like I, one, that's love. That's I was about to say, is that love? I was like, I looked to it. I know you are. I know you're going to say, is that love? And I was like, I is love. It is love. Um, I I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. The connection there was too much. I'm literally out of this world. Thank you, stars, for bringing us this moment. Thank you, stars. Are we compatible? We looked up our compatibility chart today. We're so incompatible. It'll be like this aspect positive, this aspect negative, this aspect negative. We do have different traits, but I feel like we complement each other. That's what the compatibility thing. I'm not so convinced that it's, like, legitimate, because we, Talk, we compliment. Are you saying you want to date me right now? <gasps> I don't want to date you. That hurts. Right now, I don't. That hurts. I'm right now, saying. you're going to England. It would not make sense. I'm moving to New York. It just doesn't make sense. You don't have to sign a marriage pact with me, but can you be one of my husbands? Maybe. What if I have uh, my own? So, my Tinder right now says, um, my, one of the things so on look my profile... Legal. Oh, you want to get married multiple yes. times? Yes. So, uh, this is true. I hope to get married at least twice. I don't get that. That's expensive. <laughs> I. That's the whole point. It's not for the wedding. Or it's not for the marriage. It's for the wedding. I love weddings. Throw parties. Okay. I'll renew my vows if I'm in love. Yeah. I don't even think I'll stay in love. You have no idea. Maybe I will. You're 20 you years old. You don't even believe that. First of all, you don't even believe that. I believe that you can meet someone and they're your partner for life i get that okay i believe it fine we're penguins you know i want an open relationship always forever so i'm a gay man i hope to get married at least twice i put that on my tinder and some guy messaged me today says i hope to be your second husband Ooh, i mean kind of hot i was like that's kind of hot why not my third and he was like i hoped two is good enough (laughs) 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 he's like this guy's crazy unmatched i want to be a step parent Ooh, you yeah, don't want to do the up. work of raising Not a tiny necessarily. baby. Not necessarily. It can be They're a baby still. It can be They're a baby still. But like, I want to, I want it to love me and okay. I need to love it. That's my thing. Okay. Keep going. I want to, I don't, be, I don't believe that we should be having any more kids at this moment. Really. Okay. Wait. So here's my question. If So I know that you want to adopt. Absolutely. Absolutely. For a lot of great reasons that we could spend a whole podcast talking a about. A whole podcast. But. Are you, what do you, how do you feel about like adopting into or like marrying into a family where the child is biological? Is that equivalent? It's equivalent for you. I think if a child is alive, we should take care of it. Yeah. Okay. Done. Done. Did. Simple. Did. You, yeah. So yeah, I want to be a step parent though because like it's cheaper than adopting. Yes. Um, You're not bringing a new kid into the world, which who knows what the world's going to be like in 80 years. 
um, when they'll be 70, mm-hmm. 50, 40 years old. Um, I want them to kind of treat me like an uncle, Uncle Sam. I want to go by Uncle Sam. I've wanted to go by Uncle <laughs> Sam since I was a very little we kid. We want you. And I won't, like, in, unless my partner has children, I'll never be an Uncle Sam. True. And that's something that I want. True, true. Well, if my cousins have kids, then I might be an Uncle Sam. I don't really but that's think... not real uncle. So at this time in my what life. What is a real uncle? What is a real uncle? Ugh. Hashtag end. Hashtag not all uncles. Hashtag I have no idea. What the fuck are perfect places anyway? And she ended the album with that sentence. True though. Ugh, just love her so much. I, I had some Lord, the album. Yeah. On my top 100 songs on Spotify. Oh, same. Mostly just super cut. Like, I had super cut. I feel top like it was on there five well. times. It wasn't, but I feel like it was. No, I had Should one. I actually had one Lord song where I had both the um, studio version and the live version. What song? Both in my top one hundred. Uh, Buzz cut season. Ooh, good song. Yeah, good yeah. song. I was like, that's interesting. You couldn't fill this list with like other other songs. No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> you need two of this. I actually don't think I want kids. Okay. I don't think I want kids. And this is a controversial opinion. I think if my partner wanted kids, I'd be like, hell yeah, I'm so down. Let's do it. Let's make them together. Let's like, I kind of want to have a three-parent baby. Do you want to have a biological child? Only if only a three-parent baby. Is that a biological child? Right. Bored. Bored. Done. Next. But that's the whole point is that it's so new and innovative. I would have to be rich as hell. It's not though. new It's so privileged. Three-parent babies hasn't been done yet, has it? Oh, why would you want that? I don't know. It's kind of cool. So? That's it's a real life. I want like I want to set that standard where like in the future two men can make a baby together. I think that's so cool. I mean the thing is there are, there are thousands of children in our foster care system that are gonna feel unloved until they turn eighteen. Sam, you know that you always win this argument. I know I win this argument. <laughs> you know your arguments have logic, persuasion, yes, I do. <laughs> evidence, I'm and just moral like, legitimacy behind them. You can go to these orphanages and tell these children that you want to bring more children here so that they can stay there you can go do that tell them that (laughs) come back to me tell me how you made it feel and so you can live your selfish desire out and And um, achieve the soylent green future of overpopulation and food shortage we're already there already there we we live in a dystopia Uh, someone asked me the other day if this was hell and i did not have an answer (laughs) (laughs) i was like we totally don't know we wouldn't know i saw a tweet also the other day (laughs) I see a lot of things that, um, also real quick, I've realized that if I'm not consuming content 24 seven, I'm probably dead. What's the point of living? I'm probably dead. Um, this tweet though was like, um, my father and I were standing outside when we suddenly saw in 1985, when we suddenly saw a, a bright, bright white flash of light. Ugh. Um, and ever since then, I've realized that that was a nuclear explosion and I'm living in hell. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Okay. So Maybe. tonight, I don't know if, if people are in Indianapolis, live in here and they're familiar with the West side, they might know about like on 465, there's like, there's a Dow agro plant where they make like GMOs and things. And I was driving past it today and there was this, this is a Monday. I was driving past it and there was this purple, like, light Spooky. all above it all above Doagra and because it was like foggy above yeah. and, and my dad and I were like what is this is this literally the end is this the end yeah is this like the nuclear uh, chemical disaster that be. we've been waiting for it might be because it like occupied the entirety of of like several square miles it looked like it was it was a look Honestly, the end is coming, and like all we can do is love ourselves and love each other. I think Amen it's, to you that. You know what I'm obsessed with? Love. Love. We're obsessed with love. If you're listening, I love you. Maybe we love you, unless you mm-hmm. are intolerant. I'm tolerant of everyone except intolerant people. 
Okay. The word tolerance is funny to me. I don't know why. <laughs> it's just like, I'll deal with it. Like, it's, it's the vibe I get. I'll tolerate like, fine. you. Or like your alcohol tolerance. There's just like an overused word. It's, has, it's a word with different meanings. Speaking of intolerance, cancellation culture. I'm yeah, over it. I'm, I'm over like, it. Listen, like, okay. I, if a person, I don't, it's obviously complicated. And it's to say that we're over it, it cannot be true because it's really a complicated issue. Because we do want to cancel like, some if things. someone's a, if someone does something really horrible and they don't apologize for it or they, maybe they killed someone, I'd be like, yeah, you're kind of canceled. You're like, kinda, you killed you're someone. You're kind of canceled. Like, sorry, dude. Like, you're out of yeah, my life. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. If, if someone said something when they were 17 years old and now they're like, sorry, I'd be like, you know what? Let's give them a chance. Yeah. I'm not like you're. I don't think you're but canceled. I just think thing, like you're though, less. Fun. We're in very like we're in very privileged situations being true, white men, and that true. we're more likely to be forgiven and more likely to not believe to be these bad people that true. people would think we are. That is a good point. Because like people of point. color are, we can see with this Kevin Hart situation that just happened. Ugh. The people of color are more harshly put under the spotlight. I'm so glad he's not hosting the Oscars. I, mean, I don't think I'm he's funny. so glad he's not funny. That's my thing. It's like I don't think anyone cares about him. I don't think anyone. No Some people dem- do. No demographic. I know people who do. <sighs> like old white. No families. young people are. Age. Care about Kevin I'm not Hart. gonna name drop, but yeah, maybe okay. And Watch better stand up. It's just like just not saying. very. He's just not very funny, and like he like is very successful, and I really applaud him for that. Like he made yeah. success out of comedy. I mean, yeah. hello, I'm poor, and I want to do that too. But I just don't think he's very funny, and also like mm, there's can be better hosts. Done. Next. Yeah, I'm like marvelous Mrs. Maisel. He did Where like are you? he did like apologize. It took him a little bit longer. He did say some pretty heinous things. And how about we just I don't know. Uh, keep calm and move along. Move you on. Know? <laughs> what? Right? Are you kidding me? I think this brings us to the end of our podcast. Thank you, next. Um, thank you, next, on this podcast, because um, it's over now, but we're glad it happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, Tom, thank you so much for being on the thank show. Thank you for having me. The, pod. the soil was delicious. It, we finished drinking tasty, it. tasty, yeah. Um, it was probably like 300 calories. Um, you know how much it costs. We talked about it. And like I said... Last week and the week before, I'm here every Wednesday. You can follow me on Instagram at Your Cooked. You can also follow me at Ham Siggins. That is all on my Instagram as well. Tom, do you have anything to promote, talk about, anything at all? My Twitter, my Instagram are both at The Sweeners, T-H-E-S-W-E-E-N-E-R-S. And let me say, this podcast, You're Cooked. You're Cooked. I'm hooked. You're hooked on Your Cooked. <laughs> I'm hooked on Your Cooked. Yeah, this is Your Cooked. The podcast, keep... Listen, follow... Yeah. If you're like me, follow it on all forms of podcast apps. Yeah, I mean, it's on Spotify, it's on Google Podcasts, it's on Apple Podcasts, it's on Stitcher, it's on Pocket Cast, it's on Anchor.fm, which both Pocket Cast and Anchor.fm hold a special place in my heart, because um, mm-hmm. maybe an ad of theirs played before, during, or after this. So mm-hmm. if they did, you know, give me that money. I've made 13 cents so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll see you 13 next- 13 cents. <laughs> yeah, 13 yeah, cents. No, I, I love that, because like, soon you'll be able to buy a meal of Soylent. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, this is gonna pay for itself. You can buy the food. Oh my god, it's gonna pay for itself. If this ends up paying for itself, <laughs> I will eat my leg. Um, that will be cannibalist. that will be an episode where I'll be like, "Hey everyone, um, I'm starting to actually make money off this." So I said, "I eat my leg," and here we are. Let's cook up my leg. Um, but thank you all for listening to Your Cooked. I'm here every Wednesday. I'll see you next Wednesday. Um, always remember to cook before you are, and to keep. Being beautiful. Mm. Bye.